Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue, it's WTMJ Now. News, opinions, Wisconsin. Everything you need to know in the Badger State and beyond. Here's your host, Steve Scafidi. Oh, happy Friday, everybody. Yes, we've made it through the weekend. I can't complain. I was off Monday, so I haven't worked that hard. But I'm working hard today. And one of the things I love about Friday, I love many things about Friday. You know, first and foremost, it's the weekend. But is our conversations, our weekly conversations with the host of Wisconsin's Weekend Morning News and, of course, the Brilliance Conversations program. And I'm very excited to bring in Rose. I was going to say Rose Gray. That's the subject. Libby Collins. Hey, Steve, and I listen to you every day. I <laughs> enjoy you. every moment of it. Thank you. Thank you. Enthusiasm, <laughs> enthusiasm, enthusiasm. I, I said Rose Gray because that's, that's the subject this week, and you know I love Rose. Well, I know you do, and you've traveled with her yes. extensively, and I've been listening about the, the trip you're going to take to Germany. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was in that area. I was Austria, Germany here I know you were. a couple months ago. It is so beautiful. It I is. Mean, I, and the people are just wonderful. So everybody knows Rose from, of course, Fox World Travel Show on Saturday and, and the listener trip. She's been doing them forever. She, I, I have traveled with her. She is an absolute blast, and I, I was reminding folks a little bit before you came on. Last chance to get on our, on our trip to Germany, and, and Rose is going. I'm going. We have a, a beer expert. But Rose is an amazing person besides the travel stuff. Well, you know, I decided it would be great to sit down with her. She's obviously one of our most popular personalities here on WTMJ. People have known her, listened to her for years. I mean, it's appointment radio on Saturday morning mm-hmm. at 9 o'clock uh, because so many Questions are out there about where to travel, when to travel, how to travel, and Rose is an expert. But here's the interesting thing. When we sat down, I asked her, I said, you know, you weren't born a travel agent. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What are some of the things that, that you've done prior to this? And did you know that Rose once owned a flower shop? I did know that. Ah, see, I didn't, although the name Rose, what a perfect name. Maybe if, if, if the travel thing never, you know, hadn't worked out, maybe she would have been Rose mm. the florist, which would have been perfect. But anyway, I asked her about this, and she told me about her career before she turned to travel. I did some substitute teaching, helped a friend who had graduated from optometric school set up his office, and I did some work at Breckenridge, and so I did get to do some skiing. But then my parents said, the flower shop you used to work for is up for sale. And if you'd like, Dad and I will help you if you would like to come back and do that. Okay, but being in the floral business, that's kind of a high-stress job. It's a very high-stress job. And you got to remember, I was young. I was under 30. When are you the busiest in a flower shop? Weekends. Weddings. Proms. Valentine's Day. Exactly. Or it's always last minute because it's a funeral. Mm-hmm. So I did it for a pretty long time, I think. I stuck it out for five years, and then I sold that. That's when I said to myself, okay, you could parlay this travel thing now into a career. Figure it out. And I don't know if you know how stressful running a flower shop is. My, I, I had an aunt, and she did that for years. And that woman, the thing she endured, and I know Rose would have gone through the same thing, and it really prepared her for the travel business. But here's another thing that I found out. Really interesting about Rose. I don't know if you knew about me, Steve, that I started my career in radio as a receptionist. It was the first thing I did in a radio. I did not know that. Yeah, I did it for a week, but it was my foot in the door. Were you a bad receptionist, Libby? Is that what you're telling us? 
No, I was a really good receptionist. Oh. I loved being a receptionist. That, you, do you know you know everything going on? That is true, yeah. You're the receptionist. Yeah, there are no secrets. But anyway, Rose also started her career in travel as a receptionist. And it, it's a fascinating story how she kind of, I don't want to say fell into becoming a travel advisor, but it wasn't the reason she was hired originally. A couple walked in, and I remember this so distinctly. They were clearly farmers by the smell. They had just come out of the barn, and they wanted to go to Las Vegas. I looked around at the staff that I had, and every single person was on the phone, or maybe picked up the phone and pretended they were on the phone because they didn't want to take this customer. So I said, let's see if I can maybe help you. What is it you're looking for? They knew exactly what hotel they wanted to stay at, the old Westward Ho that isn't even there anymore. We go three times a year. This is exactly what we want. I thought, well, how hard is this? I booked them and I took their deposit and I went into the manager and I said, I hope I'm not in trouble, but there was nobody available. And I helped this lovely couple realize their dream of going to Las Vegas for the third time this year. Here's the money and here's the deposit. What's my next step? But I think this says a lot about Rose, that she will go the extra mile for everyone. And she doesn't judge. I mean, everything, if you come to her and you say, look, I am thinking about going somewhere, or this is where I want to go, she will do everything to do that she can to help you get there and make this trip as perfect as it possibly can be. You know, one of the things people ask me about, Rose, is what's she like when, when you travel? And I, I describe it this way, three letters, fun. Oh. Rose finds fun, and whether it's the, 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 you know, the stuff that you have laid out on the trip or just the, the side trips or just hanging out with the people that are on the trip. She finds fun and she makes it fun. And we had some really like serious travel issues that we had to you know work our ways through. But at the end of the trip, no one mentioned any of that because Rose and Fox made it fun for everybody. And, and that's one of the things I love about Rose. Well, and she's so good at what she does. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's like a duck. You, you are a swan. Let's say a swan, not a duck. A, a swan gliding through the water, but shuffling like crazy underneath, but you never see it. I mean, she is just smooth as can be and, and makes everything just go the way it should be for everyone. All right, so we got one more clip or no? Show come about. Uh, oh, there we so, go. the host of that show, she wanted to take a WTMJ slash Fox World Travel listener trip, but it was a three-week Mediterranean cruise. And at that point in time, I was still doing little spots for Manitowoc, because we had an office in Manitowoc, and Sheboygan Radio, 10-minute spots weekly, where we basically did what I do every week on TMJ. We just did that for 10 minutes. We didn't take calls. But the radio personality and I would just talk travel for 10 minutes. So my boss at the time was the vice president of vacation travel. He said, do you think you could handle Jean's show? And I said, I think I could. I'll give it a try. You know, we'll see what happens. And I did it. It was well received. And I phased into that and have been doing it for now 13 years. And it's a great show. I listen every Saturday. And even when I'm when I'm traveling, I sometimes find the show because she just knows so much about so many parts of the world. I think she's been to every continent now because I think she knocked off Antarctica last year. I mean, mm-hmm. she's. I think she's on her way to Vietnam, maybe today. It's it's an incredible story. And is it going to play at the regular time on Sunday, 11 a.m.? Yeah, it'll play at 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. And I'll be here tomorrow morning. I'm filling in for Dayton Kane. So I'll be doing the Fox World Travel oh, Show. Oh, nice, nice. And now, the Fix-It Show and having a great Saturday morning. Well, you can learn about fixing things up. Listen, I know I need help 
as far as fixing things up. I don't know the one end of the hammer from the other. All right, can you stay on one break? I want to ask you a question about Groundhog's Day. Is it Uh-oh. Groundhog's or Groundhog? What is it? It's Groundhog. Groundhog. No, you no. Only, yeah, yeah Groundhog. because it doesn't, the day doesn't belong to Groundhogs. Hmm. All right, I'm going to ask you a question. Very, were you listening to the 10 o'clock hour by any chance? Or 11, yeah, 10 o'clock hour. Yeah, I, I, I heard part a, of it. I gave a recipe for Groundhog. Yes. Okay, I'm going to ask you about that in a second. After oh. the break. Hanging out with Libby Collins on this Friday. I think we do every Friday. We're talking about our Sunday Conversations uh, Hour with Rose Gray from Fox World Travel, who will be joining me on my German grandeur trip in July. And text just asked me, can, if, can you go if you're not a beer drinker? Yeah. I'm a wine wine drinker. I'm a Tito's drinker. I like beer, but I don't drink a ton of beer, so I'd be happy to sit down next to you at the bar in Germany and drink whatever you want. Um, I, I, I did a little bit of, of groundhog stuff in the 10 o'clock hour. Libby, you said you were listening? Mm-hmm. So I gave the recipe for this groundhog stew. Now, I've been, I've been told by the text line that apparently groundhogs are on the endangered species list. <laughs> they are not. That's what somebody said. I don't know if it's true or not. It seems like they're everywhere, so I don't know how that could be true. Now, would you call yourself an adventurous eater, Libby Collins? I am somewhat. Yeah? So, like, what have you had that's, like, out of the norm? Mm. Oh, by the way, and I understand that groundhog meat is supposed to taste like dark meat turkey. Yeah, and it's been compared to like rabbit, which is sort of that taste. Yeah, and it's got yeah, a, a little yeah. wildness to it. You have to take the scent glands out, otherwise it will taste like garbage. All right, so you want to know the most exotic yes. thing I ever ate. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, let me, let me preface this, that it was all part of a radio uh, show I was doing on remote. And it was done for charity. But, um, it, you know, <laughs> okay, so it was in Illinois... And I'm trying to think of the name of the town. It's near Woodstock, by the way, speaking of Groundhog's Day. Oh, okay. But they have every year what's known as the Turkey Testicle Festival. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you, you and, had that? Yeah. <laughs> so, to raise money for a good cause. Well, that's good. For a cancer. For, yeah, yeah. And um, Like, I've had snake. It was not. No, it was not cooked. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, no. I yes, it was. Yes, mm. it was. I would never do that again. I mean, I we raised a lot of money, but it, um, I, I, I sort of get a gag reflex in thinking yeah. about it. I mean, I've had al- yeah. alligator, snake. I've had buffalo. I've had uh, almost every animal you you can hunt, and yeah. you know, El- all the birds. I've never, ha- I've never had snake. I, there's just something about a snake. you know, it was fried up. It tastes like any other fried food, to be honest. Yeah. If I yeah. brought groundhog stew in to the station would you eat it i don't like stew but but i have a recipe for groundhog tacos (laughs) well yeah i saw that online actually today (laughs) um it's so so if you make it into tacos i'll try it all right so and by the way it's huntley illinois has the turkey testicle Huntley, thank you thank you yes yeah yeah yeah. i remember being in huntley yes all right so not not necessarily what, what is your favorite food just talking about food well see i do like sushi Really? So yeah, yeah. So huh. I mean, and not everybody does. I mean, I'll do the eel. I do um, the the sashimi. I I love sushi. Yeah, not necessarily so, like gas station sushi though. Oh gosh, no. No, because no, that's available no, no, now. No. I don't know if you know that, but that's available in Wisconsin as we speak. Yeah, I I don't recommend mm-hmm. that highly. I, right. You have to go someplace where you know it's fresh. You see them preparing. By the way, the the sushi place at the Third Street uh, Market Hall. Yes. Very very good. Right. I can see it as we're talking, Libby. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love it. 
All right, enjoy the rest of your day. Sunday Conversations, the one, the only Rose Gray. That's worth a listen, just to hear Rose talk and you talk. I can't wait. And as always, Steve, it is a pleasure. Thank you, and happy Groundhog Day to you. Yes, only one, Groundhog Day. And uh, if you want more, Libby Collins, she's hosting in the morning tomorrow on WTMJ and all the fix-it stuff and, and Fox Road Travel. I will be listening tomorrow, Libby Collins. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. Libby Collins, everybody. Talk about Rose Gray. I didn't even know that until I until Libby sent me a note saying that she was going to be the guest this week. So I'm going to be listening because I think that's fascinating.